0: Hello, friends and folks, and welcome to Scanline Media's 2022 Gimmick Awards. This is where we celebrate and, you know, honor the various media and experiences we've had over the course of, of 2022. I'm Six Detmar.
1: I'm Jennifer Uncle.
0: I'm
2: Kyrie Page, and it's not just video games around here, folks. No, we we occasionally just we we enlighten ourselves.
1: We're cultured and
2: shit. Yeah.
0: It's a hell of a thing to say before the list we're about to read. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is our Oops Award, which is... Uh, so originally we had Oops All Anime, right? Uh-huh. And it was good or something, right? It was, it was, it was whatever pretty good. this dude wrote pretty good. in Hebrew back in the day. Yeah. Um, and then we're like, we have other shows now. We have Oops All Manga, and then we have Oops More Anime. And I was like, you know, I think all of these probably should be bundled up into one one category here. The Oops Award. Oops it's all the awards together. Jen, can you go ahead and, uh, d- just, just knock out this list of nominees for us and we can get into our conversation.
1: Sure thing. For the oops award, we have nominated bubblegum crisis. Ya boy, Kong Ming spy family. My little pony friendship is magic. <laughs> My little pony friendship is magic. Rainbow rocks. Uh, Dark... Equestria Girls. Equestria you, girls. Forgot girls. Equestria yeah, girl. you forgot Equestria Girls. I forgot the of a subseries. I'm reading what is written down here. Oh,
0: wow, no, you... you're not, or else you would have written Red Fim. MLP Fim. <laughs> MLP Fim? <M-L-P-Fim.
1: laughs> is that what the fan's called? <laughs> Just go to the of next one. Okay. Dark Stalkers OVA. Mobile Suit Gundam Victory. Oh, so she did that one. <laughs> <laughs> Red Hood, Yokohama Kaidashi Kiko, Witch Hat Atelier, Ten, Autaxi, Cyberpunk Edgerunners, Gunsmith Cats, Super Dimension Fortress, <laughs> Super, dif- Super Dimension Fortress May Cross may cross we had this <laughs> controversy
0: oh we're gonna have to stop this podcast too like it's not even it, sometimes it's like it's not even that she like pronounces it like a clumsy American it's like she invents other com- countries where they would say it even worse I've heard people
1: call it may cross before anyway after that we just I've heard people more. say slurs
0: before Jen
1: <laughs> we have two more redline and comey can't communicate
0: Jen can't communicate. God
2: damn it! I'll offer. There's a couple <laughs> on here that I just mostly wanted to shout out. The first one, Red Hood. We can cut that. Um, I. I. It became kind of like I really liked. Yeah, I was more fascinated in the story surrounded that thing than maybe the thing that it produced. But hey, he did like the manga did get to produce another like one shot for Shonen Jump, and he's doing fine. But. It was just such an interesting story to me of just how you know, the manga industry kind of is put together. Um, and it turns out we were kind of right. Like his next thing is about like a lady who is a large muscle bound ghost. So, you know, good for him. But
0: shout out to Jason Todd.
2: Shout out to Jason Todd. Uh, sorry about the whole parents thing.
1: <laughs> Sticking to And also knows. the whole you thing. The whole you thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, uh Red Hood can go. Um I also think it's it's fun to have it on here as a novelty because it's the first time we covered a book, but I do think the mobile suit Gundam uh, uh mobile suit actually, why'd you list like Mobile Suit Victory Gundam? It, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Mobile suit victory gundam.
2: We are specifically shouting out the uh light novel. Um it was pretty cool to just see that thing adapted and you know, like, the translation work was really good. It was just sort of an adaptation of that story, though.
1: Yeah, and it offered a fascinating look into, like, how Tomino writes things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I also think we can cut the Darkstalkers OVA.
1: Yeah, it it, it was a lot of fun to watch, but it's also pretty much along the same lines as like the final fight OVAs that we watched.
2: I thought it was better than the final fight OVAs. Oh, I
0: thought the final fight I thought the final fight ones were better than it. Oh, but, okay.
2: Know. Well, okay. But I I had uh, a I had a good time watching the the Dark Sockers OVA and it was just a fun episode to record, but there are things on this list that are stronger. Um, but again, really just that that Blu-ray set was is quite something.
0: Hmm. We could probably also cut Rainbow Rocks, to be honest.
2: Yeah, probably. It's um one of those things that was again just shockingly good compared to the first Equestria Girls movie. Um, but I I, w- I would say like you know just because like it got cut doesn't necessarily make it not like interesting or good. It's just sort of like. Not what we're going for, I guess.
0: I don't have much of a palette for Western animation, you know? Yeah. I just don't, and it hurts it um, in this category, where it's like, ah, I mean, it was well done, but it uses a lot of Western anime tropes. And also, uh, it is aimed for a younger audience than a lot of things here. And I think it, uh, you know, that doesn't have to be a big problem, but it does kind of get in the way. It keeps it from getting into themes as complex as it could.
2: Sure, but it, is, it has a shocking amount of, like you know uh, thoughtfulness that is there that is like is a nice Mm. reminder of like oh yeah like my little pony like friendship and magic was a big cultural phenomenon kind of for a reason
1: right Mm -hmm. right uh I don't really think that uh, red line hangs with the rest of these
0: uh I mean if you're not gonna support it I know Kyrie isn't Kyrie fucking hated it for some reason (laughs) Um, had, like, an allergic reaction. Yeah, but yeah, give me a red line on my skin.
1: I, I'm just looking into some of the things that's gonna come up against, uh, well, later. Well, okay, well, what's, what is the, like,
2: I didn't like it, but what's the argument for a red line? I would like to hear it.
0: It's an extremely fun, um, visual like, showcase of like, it's, okay. What if fucking Uh, Promare was slightly less stupid okay Hmm. also knew it was stupid and thought that was and was like it was not trying to hide it
1: I guess that's something that's
0: my argument for Redline because I think it's an I think it's a spectacle I think it is a incredible like visual tour de force I give it two thumbs up you know all that (laughs) shit Um, I I guess I just it's very fun to watch
2: yeah, it was it was like the animation was certainly like really nice. I just felt like I don't know, that it felt like a whiff when it came to like the story and characters, but I I mean
0: I get I mean, you know, it's it's they're doing F0. I don't know, you know, like I'm not saying it couldn't have been written better, but like it wasn't a particularly ambitious story, and I think that's fine. But like, you know, the only other possible ally I have here is Jen, and she's selling me out. Well, so, you know, uh,
1: it's. I think it'd be okay to keep it on a little bit longer. My main issue was that uh, as things get narrowed down, I'm just seeing the fights it's going to come up against later. And... Well, I mean, we'll have it when we have it. You
0: know. Well, okay. but I mean, like, if it's if it's it's not gonna if it's it's not going to make top three if it has an enemy and a person who's shrugging and like. I wanna I wanna say what I liked about it, but I don't I don't think it's productive, and I never have to keep things on the list because it would hurt for them to go this early. Sure. If you've said your piece and it's not going to stay, it goes.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I guess like when it comes to like to be clear, Redline is a absolutely gorgeous you know movie, but I think there's some some stuff on this list that are also like really visually just incredible things like maybe not on the same level but also actually nail the story aspect you know
0: uh i mean i i hear what you're saying i'll need an example that i agree with oh. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay we'll get there we we'll um,
2: yeah, yeah um we can go ahead and real quick just go ahead and cut 10 the live action show how much did you watch Kyrie? and not as much as i would have wanted to um what does that mean I wanted to watch more, I just didn't have to, like find the time or the excuse to watch more.
0: Um, okay, I watched all of season one, but it can go. It's good, though. Yeah, that's good. I think if it has a weakness, I think it is two things. Mm. One is it does kind of fall into the gravity of... I always forget the, the writer's name, but... Fukumoto. Fukumoto. Yes, it, always, it sort of falls into the gravity of Fukumoto's storytelling where there are points where it becomes a little too predictable, because it's like, what would Fukuboto do? He did the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's like, it's not even, like, tonally, it's like, oh, this exact beat we've done before, it feels like. Um, And then the other problem is, unfortunately, of course, it's not available here, and the fan subs we got are fucking obnoxious. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, And it's like, of what I watched, like, I... I don't know, I watched another Fukamoto live-action show a while ago, like, the Akagi adaptation, and there was some, like, really nice camera work in um, the Akagi live-action show that, like, doesn't, like, I don't know, Ten felt sometimes, like, it's had some, like, really good, like, direction, but sometimes it felt a little flat, but then again, you are mostly depicting Mahjong games. That can be a challenge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think the strongest thing about the show is the portrayal of, like, old Akagi. It's really compelling. Yeah. Yeah. But it can go. Um. I don't mean to be rude, right? Mm-hmm. But why is Comey can't communicate here?
2: I mean, I liked it. It's nice. It's nice. I mean, th- this is, again, a pick I put on here because I was... It's not going to be top three, but there was a surprising, like, tenderness to that manga that I really appreciated. I felt like it worked well within, like, the medium of manga just in general about, like, it, it is mostly gag. You know, it's mostly a gag manga, but I still appreciate, like, what it does to, um... It, like, the story that is telling about a girl who just cannot speak, like, I think is, um, I think it is well, it's well done. It's not perfect, but I thought I enjoyed myself and I was caught off guard by its emotional honesty at times.
1: Yeah. Um, and same manga, I enjoyed reading a whole lot and, like, seeing the way that's, seeing... Seeing her open up to the others and also just seeing the characters slowly learn how to interpret all of her, like, body language was uh, really fun to see.
0: So do y'all want to leave it on the list, or?
1: Mm, mm. Toss
2: up, because, like, there's another manga on here that I really liked Um that I could just talk about right now.
1: Yeah, go for it
2: uh I, yokohama kaidashi kiko feels like close to top three material because that is just a gorgeous manga just in general um i feel like that is like kind of like kind of like with last year's winner where we talked about like dungeon meshi and how that is able to really use like the strength of, of its own medium to tell just a really interesting compelling story i feel like yokohama does so much with like just expression and framing and just you know these quiet panels of these countrysides you know like there's something mm-hmm. gorgeous and tragic to the world of yokohama uh kaidashi kiko that i found immediately compelling and also the like You know, you have the, like, caught off-guard by the tenderness of, like, Komi. Like, I was caught, I I wouldn't say off-guard by Yokohama's tenderness, but, like, man, there's just something really, like, nice in its, like, basically
0: destroyed world,
2: you know? Like, it's absolutely affecting and gorgeous manga.
0: Yeah, I think on, on pretty much every level it succeeds. Like, I think komi i like i like its emotional material and i think it can be quite funny but like at least personally for me i think it like it has some repeated jokes and repeated bits i like you hear the premise and you're like how do they make it through like two chapters this is the most hollow premise and they go a lot further than you'd think but i do think it still wears kind of thin um and yokohama kaidashi kiko uh is is a it's really something. It is sublime. Pretty much every level. Like,
2: yeah. Like, it is yeah. absolutely incredible. Mm.
0: I guess I would cut Spy Family?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I certainly like, like, it was a really, like, fun adaptation of a manga that I did enjoy. Um, But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, like, there, there is certainly a place for manga and anime that's kind of, like, like how, do, how do I put this without being, like, I'm not trying to insult it as, like, inoffensive fluff. It's, like, I don't know, it's just kind of nice. Like, Spy Family is just kind of nice, and it has some, like, in both the manga and in the anime adaptation, they capture the, like, fun energy of that manga in the anime adaptation. Um,
0: and I I think it'd be easy to be like, oh, and so clearly this is skewing towards, like, this category skews towards, like, really, like, powerful emotional stories, right? And I don't think that's necessarily untrue, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't think Princess Principle was that emotionally moving. It just was hype enough. Right, right. right. Um, you have, to, you have to get a strong emotional reaction. It doesn't necessarily have to be the most considered reaction. <laughs> and Spy Family is a show that you watch and you enjoy, but you're not sitting there, like, pumping your fist all the time.
2: Yeah. It is nice though when, like you know, at the like in that show when Lloyd and Anya are just happy that she got into the school, you know. But it's like it's yeah. a small, subtle victories. But like, it's not trying to say necessarily anything particularly profound. It is just extremely funny to think about the popularity of this particular manga and anime and the political environment that it you know, surrounds it. Um, just thinking about. Shinzo Abe again.
0: I just want them to do a crossover with, uh, fucking Burn Notice.
2: <laughs> that would actually be kind of...
0: Hmm.
2: That actually would work. That would work super well, where you have, like, Bruce Campbell's character is like, an honorary uncle. <laughs> That'd be alright. That'd be alright. Um. And, uh... I, like... I think I'm the only one in the in the corner
0: for Cyberpunk Edge Runners. And I'm No, you're not. I'm not? Okay. No. No, you're not. Uh I would I would have I'm not saying it'll necessarily make the top three, but like I I could certainly see it happening. Um, I, I really enjoyed Cyberpunk Edge Runners.
1: <laughs> My main thing with Cyberpunk Edge Runners is its second half completely shits the bed to the point where it became incredibly dull. For me, like all of Trigger's worst impulses came out in the forefront, but uh, yeah.
0: And I didn't make it to the second half, so.
2: I think that, I think the second half of the show, like, still worked for me, but it does certainly have some weaknesses because of its weird format of 10 episodes, so you don't get you know, my, my biggest issue with cyberpunk edge runners is I did not get enough time with the crew that is there, but I still think it is a really, really strong show. I think that to say like the character work is good for a trigger show. I mean, trigger has almost never had good character work. Let's be real. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like at all. (laughs) Um, but the thing that like edge runners, I think sets it apart is the, um, willingness to engage emotionally with like the characters that are present in the show that even though that there's still moments of detachment, it's like still willing to like treat the characters with a certain amount of sincerity that you don't necessarily see in some anime, frankly, like I really appreciated how the characters did have this very initial, very obviously appealing or very like striking presentation of this initial character beat like oh this is the big tough guy this is the tiny lady joker this is the you know um manic pixie dream girl and then it like found a way to add depth to those characters and also i found it like willing to engage with the themes of cyberpunk in how that you know showing that the world is just like it is shitty for David because it's like, yeah, he's in poverty and it like actually is willing to engage with those themes. Um, I don't
0: know. Yeah. I think for the moment we, we hold off on, on the thing is like, I I think we hold off on situations where like if, if if other people, you know, have, have a real strong, like clear position, but right now I'm looking at this list and I'm like, and I could imagine a version of this list where it's on it. I'm not sure if it's the one we'll get, but I don't feel like it's clearly not going to make it, you know? Sure yeah um I'm gonna do a one that hurts though, okay, which had atelier is gorgeous. The writing is just it's fine. it is just that story, you know we've all read this story thousands of times. It is the it is the child plucked out of you know terrible situation or just you know just generally like out of poverty to become the like student or apprentice to a master and enter a magical world. This is and this
2: is like it's, fantasy storytelling one hundred one.
0: That's like they expect you to know this before they let you into one hundred one. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it, it does hurt, but also it. Do, I don't like. I see others on this list that go above it, but. Witch Hat Atelier is a is a really gorgeous manga. It's
0: really pretty, but I feel like it's kind of to me. It feels like, d- despite the irony of this um, comparison, it is kind of in the red line space, mm-hmm. right? Of your writing isn't isn't clever enough and and ambitious enough for your, and and for the art alone to carry it, you know.
2: I said, check out that manga. Like it is,
0: it's gorgeous,
2: incredible. Like the character designs are impeccable, and I think it has some like it. Ha- it does some like fun things with its own setting. Um, I just you know really just loved it when um I forget her name off the top of my head because it's been a few months since I read it. But like the when the girl like manages to pass that like nearly impossible test, and it's like oh that's great. But it is still very much. Of a type of story. Um, and there are stronger contenders here. Uh, but mm-hmm. still, check it out.
1: Um, I think we should maybe consider cutting your boy Kong Ming now. Yeah, that's fair. Fair.
2: Yeah. Huh. I think your boy Kong Ming fits into that similar category of spy family. Of just, like, it is, like, it's a fun premise, competently executed. Um, Still really fun. I do love the episode of Your Boy Kong Ming in which um, Kong Ming gets into a rap battle with that one dude. And he is speaking in the most archaic Japanese possible while still maintaining a beat. It was pretty impressive. Um, But, like, I... I, I found your boy Kung Me as a very comfortable show, not particularly challenging. And that show doesn't necessarily have to be. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's a fun premise executed very well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Agreed.
0: What else? I think it's time for Comey to go.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah at it's, time, it's time for Comey
2: to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh,
1: I might be alone here, but, uh, Macross didn't really do much for me.
0: I, I think Macross is top three.
1: Okay. Um, what do you think, Kyrie?
0: I think...
2: (laughs) Super Dimension Fortress Mac (laughs) Like... It's a fun show. I really liked what I've seen of it. I think that it is such an interesting answer to the question posed by, like, Gundam in a lot of ways. I think that it is another unfortunate case of, like, I did not watch nearly as much as I wanted to. Because, like, of what I've seen, though, I was immediately just, like, I think it's great like i think that it has <laughs> i love where also eventually where the franchise goes of like it's like folding in of pop music as well but that's not neither that here nor there like I, oh it
0: is here nor there that's the first show right
1: yeah oh okay let's <laughs> let's keep it let's keep it for now
0: i mean like i i like it a lot i would certainly have it at the top 3 um I might have it win, but like, it's a different thing in game of the year, right? Where Mm -hmm. I feel like there are categories where I think it makes sense to be like, well, one person feels pretty strongly about this and you know, other people don't and whatever. But like here, it's like, I, I don't know. It's one of those things. Support isn't here. It's just one of those things of like, I
2: don't know how to vocalize that support, you know?
0: Okay. Well then I would hold on to it for now. Yeah. Um, um
2: i think let's see what do we have left uh we have bubble crisis uh odd taxi uh, cyberpunk gunsmith cats and macross right
1: yep
0: and yokohama kaidashi and Yo- yokohama Kai. um
2: we could probably cut Gunsmith Cats. I think like I think we could cut it too because yeah. I think like of like this era OVA. There's another one right around the corner. That's better.
0: that's that's the thing. I mean, it doesn't have to be an either or, sure. but sometimes it is an either. Sometimes or. Sometimes it is. This might or. be one of the situations. Yeah, for the sake of moving um, this
2: conversation forward, I like Gunsmith Cats. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's a wacky fucking thing. Like it's. I, if nothing else like i really enjoyed the conversation we had last year about it about how like it is so of a type of thing like like of like oh 80s action whatever while also being super uncritical about it um <laughs> but guts with cats like man what a fun like OV, like set of ovas um, gorgeously animated, um the character like it is so funny also to think about like how simple the character designs are it's simple It like I really like the character designs but also the comparison to the highly detailed weapons
1: highly detailed weapon and like the impeccably detailed Shelby Cobra that they <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> that they were just- actually put a microphone up to its exhaust to record its sounds um I-
0: Jen's pretty hot on it. Can we cut it? Well, that's because we haven't talked about Bubblegum Crisis. Yeah, that's... Is is that true? I mean, like, I know Je- I know, Curie and I love Bubblegum Crisis. Are you... If if it were down to the two, Jen, which would you pick?
1: I'd probably pick Bubblegum Crisis just because uh, it's it has a few more things up its sleeve that I really like.
0: Okay. All right. Well, then I feel comfortable cutting Gunsmith. I yeah, just want to... Yeah. You know, I don't want to... I want to make sure we're all all our opinions are represented here. Sure, um, sure. Um,
2: Bubblegum Crisis is so fucking good.
0: It is. I I I'm gonna go ahead and italicize Bubblegum Crisis, yeah. which means it's a nominee for the for the end because it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's not. I don't there's no. There's it doesn't seem like there's a version of this list that doesn't include it. I don't see a word because in a, even in a roundabout way, like, I don't
2: know how much this counts for anything, this, this even, like, shaped our, you know, when I was coming up with an idea of, like, hey, I should make a list of, like, ten episodes of Oops All I to put on, like, YouTube, or ten episodes of podcasts so I could promote like, our stuff more, immediately we're like, yeah, put the Bubblegum Crisis episode on, because we went for nearly an hour talking about, like, how good this OVA was. Um yeah it has just like incredible music the character designs are top notch i love like it is so funny to think about how it is like it is the embodiment of like this retro aesthetic and it does it just so perfectly like if you go on retro crush that like you know internet channel or something like that. Like, when they do their ad breaks, they just show clips of Bubblegum Crisis as they are running the ad
1: breaks. <laughs> like, it is so good.
0: Um, Where are we at on Odd Taxi?
1: Odd Taxi stays.
0: Hmm.
2: I mean, I liked it, but li- I want to hear it.
1: <laughs> Odd Taxi is... One of the few cases where anime goes for a prestige television feeling and it fucking works. Like, it's it's telling this whole noir story about this sad sack uh, cab driver who has a few secrets up his uh, sleeves. But also, like, he's just very of the world in a engaging and entertaining way. And you just spend a lot of time watching him and his associates just go to bars or go to other places while there's this danger lurking in the background and it's so well realized and in on top of all that stuff like it is a deeply funny show which like
2: because it's like to be clear this is a show about like funny cartoon animals uh running a taxi business
1: yeah but just aside even aside the from the animal angle like you have so many great visual gags that uh would work regardless of what kind of people or animals were used. Like that bit where they're at the massage chairs and <laughs> there's two characters are sitting right next to each other interpreting a conversation completely differently. And uh, I don't know. I think it's just top to bottom amazingly executed. Like it is so well done and it kept me really hooked in there.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I I think it's I think it's very funny. I think it's really like I don't know. I, it's 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 just a really good like character study. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think I started to be unsure about the direction it was going, but I guess I didn't you know watch more to see where it actually went. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's an empty empty comment. Um. Mm.
2: I, don't know, I i i think it has like um i think it certainly has its moments i think it i think as a show it works very well um i just I, don't know. I guess it's like I didn't necessarily feel as strongly about it as you did.
1: <laughs> <Ooh. sighs> I think this might be the time when we consider, like, making this a top four rather than a top three.
0: I mean, I think I think Macross goes.
2: I, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I know I should like more of Macross, but I just can't vocalize, like... An argument to, like, really keep it in the top three, especially considering I have such a stronger opinion about, like, Cyberpunk Edge Runners in some ways.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I would be willing to... Hmm. I, I, I... To me, the option to do a top four instead of a top three is, like, uh, you know, in case of stalemate. Yeah. Um... I prefer to avoid it when possible. I I I, f- I think
2: if our top three is Bubblegum Crisis, Odd Taxi, and Cyberpunk, that I think
0: I'm not cutting Yokohama. You're out oh, Yokohama.
2: Mind. Oh, I how did I forget Yokohama? Okay, then we
0: need to cut I think we need to cut Cyberpunk.
2: I think ultimately that might be it. Because like as much as I enjoyed Cyberpunk, like a lot of the like character work like goes also in Odd Taxi as well, like I don't know, Cyberpunk is again one of those things that is it was surprising in context of its peers but I think how did I even, sorry I I misread this list but yeah, absolutely like our top three has to be like Bubblegum Yokohama and Odd Taxi
1: To be fair, I think it's fair that you kind of forgot Yokohama was still there just because it's surrounded by cuts but yeah <laughs>
0: Well it's weird because yeah, it's I think Yokohama, wins. Hurts it, but I think Bubblegum Crisis wins.
1: Yeah, I'm leaning more towards Bubblegum Crisis myself as well.
0: I I think I think Yokohama, Yokohama Kayashi Kiko is something really special, and I'm really glad I'm pretty sure that was a request episode. I'm mm-hmm. very grateful yes. to the person who requested it, because I really am I'm glad I was able to check this out. Um Bubblegum Crisis is, like, it is not the smart pick, right? Right, but it is the but correct But it's just pick. like, man, 80s anime,
2: huh? I, man, I was so <laughs> at fucking home when I was watching. I, much like you, like, you, did you immediately buy a Blu-ray copy after we watched it, or was that us? Because we certainly did. Over here.
0: I, I think it was both of us, yeah, yes. I, it
2: was like, yeah, Bubblegum Crisis... Is this like, yeah, 80s, this OVA rocks because it is from that period, from that boom economy in which they can throw everything at it. And it is is absolutely timeless. And it is so funny also to think about how much of that show has always been in like my life as, again, the DVD that was on the anime club table, you know, mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. just been there but man, don't you really need to check out Bubblegum Crisis?
0: It's really something. It's really something. Um Damn y'all. Damn. <laughs> 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 Cause that was that was the point where I was like, uh, there was a, a a point where I considered trying to do it, but I decided it was too reductive, where I was like, okay, which is cooler? The '90s, Gunsmith Cats, or the '80s, <laughs> Bubblegum Crisis, <laughs> and in anime, the answer is clear. In the real world, maybe a trickier question. Maybe but trickier, but man, Bubblegum Crisis
2: anime. Bubblegum <laughs> Crisis represents a better world where not everything was a fucking touchscreen. You had you had fucking buttons. You had people in like transforming robot suits.
0: Yeah, where boys were boys and girls were Iron Man.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you also have the ultimate uh log contact through Yokohama, where they just plug cameras into their necks, and also they deliver messages by kissing.
0: I'm gonna be honest; I think the messages by kissing was kind of kind of cheap.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it was you know, kind of cute. Fine. It was kind
0: of cute, but it, yeah, it was a- kind of cute. But it's one of those things where, like, it works in the moment, and you're like. Okay. Hang on, guys. Hang on, guys. This is just queer baiting. Yeah, like, come on. Come on. But also... This is, like, world-building queer baiting. <laughs> but in Bubblegum Anyone. Crisis, all the girls are in a
2: fucking rock band. Or at least one of the girls is in a rock band. She tells a cop the fuck off. <laughs> While Koyama water game plays.
0: Fuck. And she's like, oh no, don't get it twisted. It's not that I don't like you. I don't like fucking cops. <laughs> I'm
2: like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They fucking dive kick a massive, like, tentacle monster and, like, he kicks ass.
0: Our winner for the Oops Award is Bubblegum Crisis with runners-up Odd Taxi and Yokohama Kaidashi Kiko. Um, really solid year, actually. Yeah, there
2: was a lot of just really good, like, good year free anime. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we. Well, I mean, for us, uh, good year for us. For us, us. <laughs> us. the this- two of our nominees are not from this year. Is odd taxi. No, from this year, not of our. Well, <laughs> rip, rip. Well, Yokohama <laughs> did
2: technically get its first official English release in 2022, but you yeah. <laughs> know, anime, rip, rip. Anime, <laughs> you had a good run. No longer uh. Astro Boy but it ends
0: with bubblegum crisis alright well thank you so much for joining us folks we'll be back with some more awards later on but until then take care of yourselves stay warm out there cut toxic people out of your life and peace out
1: see ya later